Hi, my loves. My name is Ruby Lee, entrepreneur, digital nomad, croissant-obsessed free spirit, and founder of the Own Your Hustle movement. And this is the Own Your Hustle podcast. Here, you'll be so motivated to start that business you've always wanted to, grow it unapologetically, and go all in earning powerfully with ease and grace. I'm so excited that you're here and listening in, and I'm so grateful that you made it. So welcome to the Own Your Hustle way of life, full of freedom, a dose of woo-woo, and plenty of random tangent laughs along the way. (laughs) You know, I started my company working nine to five too as a recruiter. I was working for a ventures-based business in the urban cool city of Melbourne, Australia. And today I'm traveling the world, young family in tow, working with the most amazing humans ready to build a career and life by design. Strap in my love, you are about to binge on all of the most incredible guests that I bring onto this podcast. And guess what? They started their businesses through purpose and calling, mostly while still working a day job. Let me also share this. I called my company Own Your Hustle as a reminder for us daily that we get to love our soul-led hustle. Own our decisions to go big. Stop playing small. Create with joy. Take the risk. Say yes to adventure. And from time to time, be okay with those meltdown moments. These episodes are filled with joy and strategy, spirituality and business, tactical tips, big picture concepts, musings, and of course, some of that ruby colored energy. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to an interview episode today. I am sitting down with my client and friend, Sylvia Jagler, today. And if you're wondering, with a surname like that, does she have them moves like Jagler? Well, yes, she does. Sylvia is a leadership coach, and she uses brain-based business and leadership coaching techniques through neuroscience and mindfulness to work with some of the most amazing companies all around the world. A couple of years ago, she wasn't doing this, and now she is literally doing workshops on yachts and traveling to exotic destinations, working in spirituality and business, whilst also really helping leaders all around the world access what it means to become a conscious leader. So before we dive into today's episode, make sure you are checking out Sylvia's socials. Go and check out the show notes below and hashtag shine with Sylvia and find us on LinkedIn and Instagram if you are listening in on this episode. So without further ado, let's go ahead and meet Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you and where are you in the world? Thank you so, so much to have me on your podcast. I'm beyond grateful to be able to talk with you today. I just arrived a few days ago in Munich. Wow. (laughs) So just came back from a trip in uh, South America and Ecuador, then Norway, and now I'm finally back here in Munich for a while. Amazing, amazing. And you travel a lot, don't you, for what you do? Yes, I do. And I've been a full-time nomad for around about two and a half years now. I feel like I have so much to learn from you. It's just, I see you on your Instagram stories and sharing the life on the road and I'm loving it. I'm so excited to definitely, you know, pick your brain on a few digital nomad tips today. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for the purposes of the audience, let's get some insight into the world of Sylvia. Tell us more about your business 
and how it came about. Like, let's go back to that moment where you decided this is what you wanted to do. So my business is basically just an extension of what I've been doing in in a corporate and a startup environment. So I'm still consulting and coaching uh, mindful corporates and startups. So this is my main thing, what I'm doing apart from working on one-on-one with people around the world and creating some events, retreats, etc. So it's been now, I think, over 10 years ago where I just decided to um, go back to school, go back to university and started to learn lots of stuff about psychology, human resources, international management and started my career within human resources department in order to be able to help people. So I ended up in the learning and development department at the beginning and loved it. But uh, yeah, lots of other stuff just brought me to the business uh, partnering department. And I started to lead projects, work with people there. It was lots of, lots of fun, but I kind of had lots of experiences which showed me that I have to basically go and tune into myself again (laughs) and live life more true to myself, if that makes sense. So I'm still kind of doing what I've been doing in the past, just on different terms, if you want. Wow. Okay. That's really powerful. I know a lot of the listeners and including myself, we need that reminder of how do you continue to tune in and stay true to yourself. And I know that having worked with you, you were in LinkedIn brand boss, we had one-to-one time. What I really loved about our discussions was always for you dropping back into consciously living life. And of course, that's a big part of your business now. So on that conscious side of things, if we have some level of awareness that the life we're living isn't quite where we want to be, how do we get there? Like what are some practical ways to start actually becoming a more conscious person, making decisions that are more aligned with who we truly are? What would be your advice for someone there? Mm. Oh, that's such a great question. (laughs) It was, by the way, one of the uh, biggest uh, breakthroughs and the biggest challenges for me, to be honest. So Mm. um, I'm all about uh, neuroscience, behavioral science and mindfulness. And I think the first and biggest and most challenging step is to come to the present moment and stop to jump between the past and the future and just be with yourself without your phone, without your tap, without your laptop, without any kind of distraction and feel into yourself how you feel at the moment, what you do about um, all the things which are happening around you. How do you feel in the moment? How are your emotions? How are your feelings? And how are your thoughts about all the things what you are doing and After a while, it can become a habit. So it's most of the time we are very conditioned around our society, of course, how we grew up and all the things. So we are kind of programmed, of course, and it's not only bad to be programmed, but it takes lots of effort um, from my point of view to tune into yourself and define what it means to you, who you want to be without your title, and also how you want to live and work. 
Okay, you just said this, like, who are you without your title? I struggled so hard with this. Like when I left the corporate world, I was always like, you know, recruitment manager, head of recruitment, you know, head of culture. Like I, all these titles, they define you as a person for the biggest part of your life when you work with someone else. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're out there on your own, you're an entrepreneur and you don't have a title, like the world is waiting for you to give yourself a title. And yet we so struggle with stepping into that full understanding of who we are. And I, I honestly love this discussion so much because I know how relevant it is for many of us who have taken that step into owning our own business. But, mm-hmm. you know, from your own experience, it takes time, right? Like it did it take you a period of time to really peel back those layers <laughs> well, I think I was one of those very slow turtles, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't go away from something what I didn't like. You know, I I decided to, to in 2016, a dear friend of mine, he got sick and died within a few months. And this was, and uh, yeah, I was just actually this Monday in one of the biggest media culprits here in Munich and was talking with uh, some of my uh, previous colleagues and um, amazing people and they just said so what was the most difficult thing what you went for and it was literally I was thinking about it over the last few days and it was 2016 I was sitting in front of a amazing woman and she was sick as well next uh, to a friend of mine who was literally dying this year in 2016 and she died last year so I was confronted on a daily basis with the question what would you do if the your life would be over just tomorrow. Mm. And only this situation and circumstances kind of forced me to ask myself this question. And then I went to India for another six months to join. um, Yeah, this was where people go to, right? To (laughs) kind of get a real culture shock to go from corporate life, amazing apartment in Munich and all the stuff what you have in Munich was kind of uh, really amazing. And don't get me wrong, I still love it. It was just that I started there to ask myself on a daily basis and to peel up all the layers and see who I am without being the business partner, the human resources expert and the change lover within anything what you can call in life and in in companies. I I found myself struggling quite a lot, to be honest, because I was sister, I was friend. I took care of people just by nature. Mm. Um, It's just, you know, most many women have it like the disease to please and be everybody's darling and all the things what you can probably name. Yes. I I covered lots of them. And in India, I just started to peel them one by one. And it was painful, to be honest, because you have to let go of so many assumptions of so many things what you believed to be true. And so many things what you just knew for so many years. Yeah. And I think this is such a beautiful complexity about you because you did do the six months in India and you really, as you said, like had that time of pain and working out what that looked like for you, the human that you wanted to become. And I love the fact that P.S. Like I literally just rewatched Eat, Pray, Love. Have you seen that movie or read that <laughs> yes. book? I feel like that was you. I just pictured you in, doing that whole thing. Um, it, yes. It, in fact, it was like Bali was, by the, by the way, this Bali was one of those holidays where I just started to see and realize that 
there is a life different than I know. Uh, there is something what I haven't had in my reality at all. And even leaving to India, I didn't know who I want to be. And whoever is maybe now listening and just asking, so what is the meaning? What is my purpose? And who do I um, am supposed to be? I invite everybody to be as gentle and as soft as possible and just start the journey of asking, of looking and learning. And the answer will come. Just take actions yeah. on a daily basis. Just being open to it, right? Like when you're open, you're receiving, you're just constantly just being patient. It just happens quicker than you realize. Like it's, you know, it's so amazing when you actually just are this open blank slate. And at the same time, everybody now is buying tickets to India. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I have to say when I, the whole thing for me started, my whole business actually really started for me when I was in Bali too. So I don't know, yes. Yeah, 2017. It was Bali. There's something super powerful in that place that helps you just reconnect into your heart chakra and like it opens it up and it goes, you know, this is what you really, really want. Why are the how why in the hell are you not going to get that? You know, so <laughs> um but yes. I so what you learned in India, you brought what is I guess could be considered Eastern practices now back into that corporate space. Like you made the transition, you kind of went all inner, you did your thing, you traveled, you did the spiritual awakening, then somewhere along the way you brought it back into a consulting environment. And there are so many individuals that I've spoken to or I've read their stories and they've said, how do you blend that? How do you blend the spirituality and the corporate? And I know you and I began this journey together and you had Mm -hmm. asked a similar thing. So where, how have you gone with that real blending aspect? And I feel like you've really come such a long way since we first started, you know, 12, 15 weeks ago. Where are you now with it? How are you at peace with it? Is it still, you know, a moving, um, developing picture for you? Let's talk about it. Because there are different countries and different people on different stages in their lives. So what I try to, like, it's basically to feel into someone what you can share with someone without overloading them because our prefrontal cortex can shut down very fast. So mm. me, if you want to share something when you think it's beneficial or supportive to someone and it is connected with any kind of spiritual uh, practice or knowledge, uh, it is really about how can you share it with someone who will actually, um, it will reach someone if that makes sense. So you have to see um, if I'm talking about heart chakras and all the chakras about energy battle, about our subtle body. It is most of the time during retreats, but not especially in a corporate environment in Munich. There I would start to share with people, okay, what do you think? How do you feel? Connect with your heart. Do you feel your energy around you? And it is basically to use a different language in order to make it um, accessible to others. Mm. And I think this is always going to be, I, I don't know, I find in this day and age where we're now at 2019 heading into 2020, it's like the world has never been in a better place to accept this message and to almost just have this other lens that we're looking through now where, you know, corporate social responsibility and the way that we look at mental health and 
health in general, um, the th- how we deal with decision-making, leadership, it comes from a place that feels different, you know, so different to five years ago. It's way more spiritual. It's way more connected. And this is what you do, right? Like you raise conscious leaders. And I'm so grateful to be able to do this. I was um, a few months ago in UK and was running their workshops in London and in Nottingham and was basically trying to provide and it was all about, it was the mental health week in UK. And it was all about really how we can connect with ourselves, how we can start to become conscious and how can we implement the smallest practices and you can connect them with spirituality or not. Doesn't Whatever resonates with you, right? Mm. It's just all about to tune into yourself and apply different practices. And again, this has to resonate with you as well and start to consciously take care of your inner world I call it your inner universe yes (laughs) in order to be able to face the craziness and of course also the greatness of this world as well so I think there's so much stuff going on and we have the something called FOMO fear of missing out and (laughs) it's so funny because this is just human nature so we haven't had um at least not here in Europe, it is a great time to be alive. Uh, Absolutely. Different countries, they have to struggle with so many different things. When you travel, you start to see so many different things. And I encourage and empower and support everybody who wants to take care of themselves and start to create a life through to themselves and work true to themselves, meaning to be authentic, to be themselves no matter what. So do, you, do corporate companies reach out to you saying, can you come and speak to our leadership team about this? Are they open to the fact now that you don't have to be a version of what the company values are or what the company expects you to be? Um, and nowadays, would you say it's fair to say anyway with the clients you've worked with, the conversation is shifting more to how do we help our leaders become more of them? Yes, because I think this also allows all the leaders to be less stressed out, to be less, um, and this is something called the brain and heart coherence. So meaning in alignment with what you do and what who you are, meaning to do whatever feels good to you, of course, uh, still having those company values in your mind because you're working there. So you're part of the culture. So you have to, of course, kind of represent the company as well, but in a way which is in alignment with you. And yes, I think more and more people are open, not particularly, I think, to talk about spirituality when you would call it spirituality, but more and more are looking into mindfulness. And this is how it is most of the time called. It's about mindfulness, about really implementing different things, what you can do in order to start to reduce stress, to reduce burnouts, to and hence performance and productivity in order to reach goals and stay competitive on a global market. So switching conversations slightly, how do you bring in your aligned clients? Like this is a very specific niche, right? Like you've got, you know, corporate clients that are reaching out to you about mindfulness and there are a ton of people listening who 
either love this part of professional development and would desire more of it in their businesses and also budding entrepreneurs who want to grow a similar business to you. How do you market yourself? How do you find your aligned clients? <laughs> this is another whole journey. So first of all, I'm part of the LBB, right? So the LinkedIn brand boss, just to say that. So I started to show up on LinkedIn and this has been, by the way, it felt almost like going to India. <laughs> my <whole> apartment, <laughs> leaving, Munich, leaving my job and so forth. And the funny thing was then that I was here in Munich in O2 Tower, one of my current clients. I'm supporting them within a, trans- a transformation and change project. And people would ask me, oh, I saw you on LinkedIn. And it's, oh, really? And they say, yes, I, I, I saw you struggling. I saw it was out of your comfort zone. And I said, yes, it definitely was. So this is one of the platforms. And I think you can just <laughs> you stand for this um, platform as well. So this is one of the platforms where I start to brand myself. And another funny fact is that I just basically meet the people around the world. This uh, just at the pool. <laughs> at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is. I'm currently working with an entrepreneur in Norway, and he is first of all developing his company, of course, <laughs> growing as a leader and. I'm, I'm coaching him and the whole team right now. So it, we met each other at the beach in Brazil. <laughs> so I'm not this sure is how, brilliant. This is maybe not the most uh, common thing, how it works. And of course, people who were working with me in the past, they are reaching out to me. They, they know me and they know how I work and what I stand for because the core, um, it is not that it's changed so much for me. It was more about who I am actually as a person, if that makes sense. So all what I did, it's still what is super close to my heart. I just do it from a different angle and with a different approach. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. Can I just say, I've never heard anyone say that they do business development by the pool. That is the best thing ever. And also, <laughs> like, my mind goes to, hang on, wait, how did this conversation even start? Was he trying to pick you up? Like, what? Like, actually, I'm a consultant. <laughs> It was actually really funny, no, but it was not a pickup. That is so good, you guys. The moral of the story is go to Brazil and sit by the pool and you know who's going to be there. But you know what? I think also it's just, it, you know, in all seriousness, you just never know where opportunities are going to come from. You know, like no one could tell you that if you were just by the pool in Brazil and then you'd be going to Norway and delivering to an entire leadership team. Like you just could never piece that sort of stuff together. And it just is like another little mini miracle that we get to always celebrate. It's like, ha, huh, like the universe has a funny sense of humor. You know, it's like you just <laughs> don't try and over-engineer the whole thing when really the gift is always going to be right in front of you, right? Yes. And it's about to getting clear about what you want. And to be honest, this is still a journey for me. So I'm doing so many different things at the moment. I enjoy and love them all, but it is coming, coming slowly, but surely to another kind of, you know, the way where I want to go to. And I feel just an alignment. And I just came back from Norway. It was there in a sprint design. So was just designing and prototyping and testing a new product, what I will launch. So lots of stuff is coming and it is about to allow yourself to be who you want to be wherever you are. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, such an important message there. So conscious leaders, tell us a little bit about your program and how do we work with you? So the program, there are different ways of working with me, basically. One is that I am basically just for a certain project, for a certain amount of time with companies when it comes to change management and transformation. I'm also providing six to 12 um, calls, depending most of the time between six and 12 weeks programs where I am coaching online. Or what it's also happening is that some companies um, or people are asking and sharing different topics and I'm coming and running with them retreats like this year in Croatia, next year in Croatia again, or I just come to the company and share a workshop with the whole people who are interested in any kind of topics when it comes to conscious leadership, to mindset and mindfulness within the company. Wow. I love this. And I have to share with everyone listening in when we were doing LinkedIn brand boss together in round one, Sylvia's like, I'm not able to make this week's call because I'm going to be on a yacht teaching, um, the leadership team, good things about emotional intelligence, conscious leadership, and also doing yoga with them. I'm like, do you just feel like you are living the life right now? I mean, how is life now compared to when you were working in your nine to five in a corporate environment? So much has changed. Yes, lots of stuff has changed and it is really all about for me personally to mix the online world between the offline world. I like to have the balance and the harmony within it. Highly appreciate exactly this. Mm, I love that word harmony. It is just that, you know, and I know personally for me, having grown an online business, I am so overjoyed when I get to meet so many in person, as, especially because yes. now traveling the world, I'm able to actually, when we do meet, it's like the biggest hug ever. And it's just like, ah, like screaming up and down. It's like, oh my God. So it, there is this really beautiful balance and harmony that comes with both. And it's not, you know, right or wrong in balance and proportion and ratio, but it just comes like really naturally. So, oh my gosh, Sylvia, I just love this conversation so much. And I know so many are going to feel enlightened, awakened. You just bring a sense of calm. Like you just have this beautiful, warm, calming energy that also comes with like, you're a badass, like boss, like you just know what you're doing. You're just killing it out there. You are, you know, traveling the world. You are running a successful business. What parting words do you have for our listeners around, you know, just becoming more conscious and living life by, you know, what is led by their heart space? Thank you so, so much. And this is such a beautiful question. Uh, to be honest, um, I think personally, I would invite everybody to have a easy and simple routine in place in order to be able to tune in and ask yourself certain questions or take the time to be with yourself on a daily basis. This is magic to just recharge and reconnect and be conscious throughout the day, no matter what. And we are all on the same journey. So you've just mentioned so many great things about me. I am definitely not better than anybody out there who's now listening. I have all the days where I struggle as well, exactly like each and every single one of us. So we are all on the same journey and just the awareness and the consciousness that we are all together. We are all connected with each other allows you to also not to charge 
yourself, not to beat yourself up, but just to understand, yes, I know this is today maybe the feeling what I have to go through, but I know that I'm not alone because there are still countless people out there who are having the same thing. And allow yourself to go through it, not to push it away, just go through and feel all the feelings. It's like a rainbow because the next day is going to be different and the other day is going to be different and you can choose it on a daily basis to be conscious with yourself no matter what kind of day it is for you, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh. You know, as you were saying all of this, I just found myself just closing my eyes and really listening to your advice. And I just feel like I could go back and just re-listen to that like 30 seconds that it's so beautiful the way you framed it. And it's actually inspired me just to have some alone time today. I'm about to launch the second round of LBB. And I know that before I go into this two-hour workshop, I need this time. So thank you. It is just such a beautiful reminder. And I know everyone listening in is going to make that time and it becomes a habit, you know, it becomes a part of your routine. So beautiful conversation, Sylvia. How do we find you? Like, where are you mostly hanging out? How can our listeners connect with you? Thank you so, so much for having me. And thank you so much for being part of my journey. I really, I really highly enjoy it and getting inspired by you and all the people out there as well every single day. And whoever would like to connect, of course, on LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> One of my new platforms. And on Instagram, wherever you just look, look for Sylvia Jagla and you will find me there. I love your name. It's just like, does it, has anyone saying this to you? You've got the moves like Jagler. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had the first one. <laughs> Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, because by the way, I, I'm a committed dancer. I dance every single day just to move my uh, emotions within the body. I would highly recommend, so no matter what you feel, you can feel everything, but just move and allow your body to go get all those emotions moving and not stuck. When you follow Sylvia on Instagram, I'm going to leave all of Sylvia's links in the show notes. You will see Sylvia dancing and it will make you want to move. And so now I feel like we both need to put on, she's got well, the moves like Jagger, whatever that song is, and just sing. <laughs> everyone's going to do it. I've got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> I'm going to do it for you for sure. I'm going to share yes. it stories on Instagram. Oh my God, that is going to be so good. <laughs> Thank you so much, beautiful Sylvia. Thank you for being on the podcast and Everyone, go and connect with Sylvia right now. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening and sharing your precious time with me. Bye, guys. Bye. I just love sharing voices and highlighting incredible humans in the Own Your Hustle community in this way. So if you did enjoy this, don't forget to review and rate this episode over on Apple and also find Sylvia and I in the show notes below. We've got all of our socials tagged. Definitely send me a DM as well if you have a podcast suggestion, guest suggestion, someone that you would really love to see on here. And yeah, let's try and make that happen. In the meantime, remember that today you can absolutely own your hustle. Bye guys.